0: This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HBR15. That's HBR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com.
1: Hello, and welcome to Hacker Public Radio. My name is Matt, and I am the Geek Dad in Northern California, USA. This is my third podcast for HPR, and I want to talk today about uh, partitioning schemes for um, dual booting or multi-booting, particularly on systems where you might want to run more than one distribution of Linux. So that's going to be my focus today. I've written a blog post about this uh, for the nightwise.com website, and I will link to that in the show notes. Um, And uh, I want to talk a little bit about this because I've found a way to make this sort of an easier thing to do um, as a... Geek and someone who likes to participate in the Linux community and to try out new projects and try out new distributions and new desktop environments and oh, who wants to try all the different uh, things that are available? And mostly, I want to do this because I want to be able to evangelize when I come across a person who is tired of Windows crashing or who can't afford a Mac, but thinks that Windows is ugly, um, when they, that we end up talking about Linux, I like to be able to say, well, you know, I've tried out elementary OS, and I think for your purposes, it would be really good because of this, this, and this, or, you know, Ubuntu might be great for you because it's gorgeous, and it's well-supported, and a long-term support release just came out. So, I like to have a uh, good experience um, with the different projects and distributions that are available um, as, a, as a Linux user. And so to do this, I'm constantly uh, uninstalling, reinstalling, um, swapping out one distro for another, and I have a laptop, I have a Lenovo laptop, which just runs Linux awesome. It does such a great job. I have about a 500 megabyte or gigabyte hard drive in it, so I've got lots of space to do the stuff I want to do. And um, I was I was doing the traditional model of a separate home and root partition um, when I'm setting up my system, and that enables me to just kind of blast away the root partition, install a new distro, point my separate home partition to slash home in the new fs tab and bob's your uncle i'm ready to go with my new distro so that was that works great um, that's one of the main reasons that i always tell people use a separate home partition because if you want to upgrade or you want to change something you've got that added protection now of course we all do backups we always um, back up our data before we do an upgrade or before we change distros, right? I mean, everybody does that, right? We, nobody ever has to worry about losing data because we know that we're supposed to do backups, right? Yeah. How many of you are laughing so hard that you almost pulled over the car? Um, so, you know, so many of us use a separate home partition just so that we can prevent data loss. And I, it's great. It's a great thing to do. But here's the problem if you decide hey I want to install Ubuntu and OpenSUSE on my machine and so I can try them both at the same time and do real side by side comparison. Well now if you have one home partition and you're sharing it between two different installs of two very different flavors of Linux. You can have some problems, and um, one of the biggest problems uh, comes with .config files, and <clears throat> not to mention the fact that you've got two totally separate package types, OpenSUSE being an RPM distro and Ubuntu being a Debian-based uh, distro, and I mean, you throw Arch in there and you've got package builds and all kinds of things... And then once you get software installed, what if you're running slightly different versions of your soft Ubuntu as you are in OpenSUSE, in our example? If I'm running Chromium and I've got a slightly different version of Chromium in OpenSUSE's repositories that I do in Ubuntu's repositories, then the configuration files might be slightly different. And every time I boot into one operating system or the other and I start up Chromium, My config file is being overwritten because it's not the same format or what have you. I'm not suggesting that Chromium specifically has this problem, but as an example of a project that many of us know and love, this is the kind of thing that can happen. It it might be Audacity, it might be Firefox, it might be um, any number of open source projects that have slightly different versions depending on whose repository you pull them out of and your config files can be a problem so this is the problem that I was noticing when I did have OpenSUSE and I think it was um, Ubuntu 12.04 at the time it might have been Linux Mint, I don't remember but I do remember that it was a Debian based distro and it was OpenSUSE which is an RPM distro And I was having these conflicts in my home directory with config files so that software wasn't behaving across the two operating systems the way I had wanted it to do. So I thought about it, and I thought, well, what can I do in order to allow both installs to have access to common data like documents and downloads and videos and mp3 files and podcasts without having to duplicate that data across two different operating system installs because of course that is the other option you can create a home partition for OpenSUSE and a home partition for Linux Mint and duplicate your data Um, but even with a 500 gig hard drive or bigger you're talking about massive quantities of data Um, if you watch a lot of videos if you have a big uh, mp3 collection or if you use aug or if you use FLAC or if you use any number of of compression formats or or codecs that don't do compression we're talking about lots and lots of data so, how do we have our data in one place, one copy of it per system, per piece of hardware, and yet run multiple operating systems on that hardware? And I came up with a solution that I think is quite ingenious, and maybe you've all figured this out already, but I was pretty proud of myself. And it's the simple, uh, the simple, simple, simple solution of sym- symbolic links, of symlinks so let me explain Um, I changed the name of my gigantic home partition uh, to something else and I for example in my system I call it share disk all one word and I'm when I install when I uh, do a new operating system install I make this a separate fs tab entry a separate mount point in my file system called slash disk, and it's readable by me and all the permissions are my username my user ID um, my group so there is a little bit of um, detail that I have to follow when I set up a new install of a distribution because I have to make sure that I use the same username the same password, the same user ID, the same groups so that I maintain access to all of my data. But barring that small little bit of attention to detail, I can install anything I want, mount this slash share disk to my file system, and then let the operating system create its own partitions and its own file system for itself. So let's take this 500 gigabyte hard drive as an example. Let's say I have 300 gigabytes set aside as my slash share disk partition. And in it, I have my uh, whatever my slash home slash username, folder, directory. And underneath that, I have the typical desktop downloads, pictures, documents, videos, music, podcasts, whatever the normal subfolders are you have subdirectories you have in your in your slash home slash username directory so that's that all lives in this 300 meg 300 gigabyte partition called slash share disk that gets mounted to my uh, file system then I have a 200 gigabyte partition that I can carve up into two free spaces of 100 gigabytes each and when I want to test a distro I install it to one of these free spaces, and I tell that distribution, this is all the space you get, and I do it an install where I let the distribution create its own slash root, its own root directory, its own slash home, everything that it wants to do just the way it wants to do it inside this 100 gigabyte capsule, and then I go ahead and I install my second operating system in the second Uh, 100 gigabyte free space and I let it create its own partitions so what I do at that point then is when I boot into whichever distribution I'm installing uh, for the first time to set it up I go directly into my home directory into my slash home slash username directory and I delete documents pictures, videos downloads These are all empty folders that are in my home directory and I delete them. And then I create symbolic links from my home directory in the new operating system to the corresponding folders in slash share disk. So I'm basically linking the data that's on slash share disk back into the home directory in the format that the operating system expects to find it in the home directory. So when I open up Shotwell, for example, in Linux Mint, it's gonna expect to find slash pictures uh, under my home directory. Well, it goes and it checks my home directory and it finds a symbolic link uh, called called slash pictures, which it expects to find and it just uses that directory for its data. What it doesn't realize is that it is linking symbolically back to um, slash username slash pictures underneath my share disk partition. The nice part about this is that the data stays in one place, but the config files, the dot, the dot .config files that are hidden inside your home directory are installed per operating system. So whichever version of Shotwell or Audacity or Chromium or Thunderbird or whatever that I pull out of whichever repository I'm using, it's going to create its own little .dot .config file inside of the operating system bubble, but all the data is only in one place linking back to the slash shared is. So I will uh, link to my blog post on this um, I will also uh, attempt to link to a uh, drawing that I've done that shows this, uh, <laughs> this file tree uh, and these mount points and, and try to put a little bit more uh, visual information in the show notes so that those of you who may not have followed along to my rambling uh, description of this um, will have some other hard info to go look at. So I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I'm recording this in the car today. Uh, It's June 14th, uh, 2014. And I am uh, going to pick up my eldest child, my firstborn son. He's coming out to stay with us. He lives with his mom during the school year. He's coming out to stay with me for uh, the summer. And I'm going to pick him up. And I am making the long trip... Through the Central Valley of California to a desert city called Tehachapi, which is about halfway between Las Vegas, where my son and my ex-wife live, and uh, the town where I live, um, so that we can pay, so I can pick him up and bring him back home. So, I decided I would take this opportunity to record an episode. Um, as Ken Fallon would say, if you have anything, even remotely geek-related, that you want to talk about. Get on hpr.org, hackerpublicradio.org. Go to the contribute link. Find out how to record a podcast. Submit it and share your geekiness with the rest of us. I've really been enjoying some of the series on uh, different software and on uh, encryption and privacy that Ahuka has been doing. Um, I've really been enjoying uh, some of the in-depth looks at file systems. So. Please know that even if you want to tell the story of how you got into Linux or even what's in your bag, we we want to hear it. So please, please, please record a show. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Thank you, Hacker Public Radio. And uh, I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at HackerPublicRadio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show...